0: Off the Ball Daily A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball You see yourself as the (laughs) (laughs) clubston.
1: Grumpy, a man apart Yeah, it's 11 in a row for you Much like it's 7 in a row for clubston. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now
0: The Koi Gig Pod On OTB Sports In association with Cadbury A player and a half Deserves a glass and a half of support Top
1: pocket goal! It's what dreams are made of They are going to the World Cup Finals Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Koi Gig podcast. Cathy McNamee here with you back in Dublin, very, very sadly. Um, but the weather hasn't been too bad since I've returned. I've been told it's been raining for the last month and I haven't seen a drop of rain yet, which is very good. I am joined by Emma Byrne, as always, to look ahead to the round of 16 and also react to some of the fixtures that happened in recent days, particularly... Germany getting knocked out yesterday. Emma, what was your reaction whenever those games finished up? I mean, watching the Moroccan players see that final result in the middle of the pitch, just like all crowded around someone's phone. It was incredible. Yeah, it it was just, I mean, I was in
0: shock. I was in shock when, because, you know, I just figured Germany were going to score. They always do, even if it's the last minute. They always manage to, to get the result they need. But then as the time went on and the extra time was just ridiculous. I mean, it was what, 12 minutes or something like that. I think that. it was even more. It was Crazy. like close to like fourteen, fifteen. It's nuts. Um, very emotional, to be quite honest. And then when Morocco were celebrating their win, I was like, what do you do? Stop celebrating? Wait, wait for the other result. And then I was thinking, well, they're celebrating the win either way. You know, it was such a monumental win for them as well. Um, and then, of course, yeah, just seeing them when they they actually got the result, knowing that they were through, it was just it was just incredible. I mean, it's just been a really emotional World Cup in general. It's just that's just I love it. I love it. I can't wait for tomorrow. I don't
1: want a day off. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I just want the group stages to keep going and going. Like, I mean, we've had the three African nations all qualifying. We have debutants going through for the first time ever. You have like massive countries like Canada, Brazil, Germany, all crashing out at this stage. The US very, very nearly didn't get through, like by the skin of their teeth managed it. Has this been one of the best group stages ever, do you think, of the World Cup?
0: Yeah, Absolutely, for sure. 100%. The standard has just been, it's been the best so far. Like every single game has been decent, decent quality football. And you can't call it. Like I was doing comms the other day and I was like, well, the, the winner's going to get Sweden and, and the runners up are going to get Italy. And comms are in my ear. It's not, you don't know if it's Italy. We don't know yet. And I was like, well, probably Italy. And then I was thinking, no, actually, we we haven't got a clue. We we don't know who's going to go through. You really can't call it. And South Africa went through in the end, but um, I mean, that's what you want. You want that, and I just think it's a great showcase for women's football, and you know, finally, even the the you know for Panama. To score three goals against France. Like I know they were they were beaten in the end, but that was it's incredible. Like it's it's something that they'll never ever forget. And um, it's just brilliant. Yeah, really enjoying it.
1: Yeah, I was watching that one on the plane and I was like trying to stop myself, just like jumping out of my seat in general delight at the whole thing. So it was <laughs> so entertaining. And it kind of puts a different spin or perspective to a certain extent on our World Cup, because when people are like, oh we we did the best we could. You also look at those countries that have done really, really well in the context of their group and you're like, ah, if only we could have had like those three goals or that moment where we maybe were close to qualifying or had a little bit more of those bigger moments in the tournament, it would have been kind of nice.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I'm I'm so proud of the girls. I think they did absolutely brilliant and they fought fought gallantly and you know i don't fault anything they do but i look at the other teams as well even the the you know the teams that we would probably beat i'd hope we'd beat like the likes of haiti the likes of panama the likes of the philippines and um, they still have this great chance of scoring like they've they've really quick powerful players they they create really good chances and You know, they look like they can score at any moment. And that's something I think, you know, we, Ireland, need to work at. We need to to create more chances. We need to be more aggressive going forward. Like you see these teams playing and they play with no fear. They commit players forward. Um, And that's how football is going. Women's football is going like that. The powerful forwards, the quick forwards, and committing players. Yes, you might concede six goals. Obviously, that's not great. But you're creating chances and that's what I want to see from Ireland and I think we can do that and I think they showed it during the game which I think is really really positive even though we could have won and maybe we are disappointed I think the main thing to take out of that game is that we can press forward we can be aggressive in attack and so that was that was really positive for me and definitely (laughs) motivating to see all these smaller teams and how they're playing and how they're progressing yeah definitely
1: yeah, definitely. And the Irish team, of course, had their homecoming last night. We got to see uh, Amber Parrish singing the Wild Rover live on stage. Beer Pow doing a bit of a jig, which is something I never thought I would say in my life on stage. Um, and apparently there was 8,000 people there, which is quite a lot of people to turn up and see the team, which is very, very good to see. Um For anyone who hasn't caught the round of 16 fixtures, just run them through them kind of quickly. So tomorrow we have Switzerland, Spain, Japan, and Norway. Then on Sunday, Netherlands, South Africa, Sweden, United States, which is a very tasty tie. Monday, it's England, Nigeria, Australia, and Denmark. And then on Tuesday, Colombia, Jamaica, France, Morocco. Emma, out of all those fixtures, is there one in particular or a couple in particular that you're looking forward to seeing?
0: All of them. I mean, that's that's what it's so, what's so good about this World Cup. I can't wait. All of them. They're all going to be really interesting. Um, Japan-Norway, I think, is going to be a really interesting game. Considering how Japan set up against Spain, I can't see them setting up like that against Norway. So, I mean, they're just fascinating. Their, their tactics are so good. I just really enjoy watching Japan and see how they execute the tactics. So, I think... They're going to set up a little bit differently than they did again. I still, I'm still waiting for USA to get into that second gear, and I think they will. Like, there's a lot of um, stuff in the media about how they're underperforming, and how you know they should be, could be, could have been gone home. But in the end, they have the players, they have the quality. I'm just waiting for it to kick in. They're, I'm, they might be late bloomers in this tournament, so I think it's going to be a difficult game for Sweden. Even though on paper it shouldn't be how the USA have been performing, I still think it's going to be um, a good one. And then I'm looking forward to England, Nigeria because Nigeria they just cause a different threat than other teams. you know they're they're just so direct, they'll always win the physical battle. So I'm looking forward to seeing how England deal with that. I think that's going to be a really good game as well.
1: Mm, positive news this morning as well from the England camp that, um, Kira Walsh is training, not with the full squad just yet, but she is training by herself. So hopefully we might get to see her at some stage later on the tournament if they do get past Nigeria. Um, said there about like the US and Sweden, like obviously this is a tie we've seen many times before. It's two big juggernauts going up against each other. US haven't been firing at all fronts. I was talking to some of the people that have been covering this US team for a while and like, I don't know, like, even when I worked at ESPN, there was this feeling that this US team wasn't being set up in the way that they should and the younger talent wasn't being kind of brought through in the way it should be. What do you think about the way they've gone about the tournament so far? Because you can't deny the talent that is in that team.
0: No, I just think the rest of the world has caught up. That's it. And I think the same with Germany, we're talking about physical athletic teams. Um and and everybody's physical and athletic Look with them. And I, I don't think they have much else to offer. And I think they're struggling with that. Like the the, the ballers, you have Lavelle, Rapino, and, and Tobin Heat, who was who's previous player or former player, um, those were the footballers, those were the ones that could unlock and open up to, the other teams like the other players like Alex Morgan. Yeah, and, you know, and great finishers. They're very, very good at finishing when they get the opportunities, but they're not creating those opportunities. And I think if a team can match them physically, I mean, look what South Korea did to Germany yesterday. They just matched them physically and had uh, Simon just to mark Alex Park in the air they have nothing else these big teams um, you know the rest of the world are kind of it's as simple as that and they do not seem to find the plan B and they can't find the pockets in between the lines because they struggle with those really clever footballers so yeah I I just think it's going to be a transition time for them Um, back to the drawing board for them but I still think We're going to see more from the US. I still don't think we've seen them yet. You know, they're they're very, very ambitious. They're very competitive. Like this will be keeping those players awake at night. I think we might see it against Sweden. So watch out for them.
1: Yeah, I feel like with the US, they're especially kind of like a big tournament knockout sort of team. And even if they're not performing well, they can kind of pull it out of the bag at these sort of stages although I'm also hesitant to say absolutely anything since I tipped Germany to be one of the teams that could possibly win the whole thing and now they're no longer in the competition so maybe I shouldn't (laughs) be making any predictions (laughs) anymore Um, what about Spain? (laughs) Well I I tipped Brazil (laughs) Well that does actually actually make me feel a lot better the fact that you tipped Brazil Um, Emma what about Spain like we saw them in their final game have a really difficult time but now they're facing Switzerland which is a team you would kind of expect them to be able to handle okay Yeah
0: I think they will. I think um, I think they're very, very lucky to, to get Switzerland. And no disrespect to Switzerland, they're a decent team, but um, Spain have the quality to pick them apart. And I think they will. Um, it's just frustrating because they have world-class players. And I said it before, they should be winning this World Cup. I didn't think they would because of the disturbances that were what was happening before the tournament and because they don't have Mappy, Leon, Patrick Higaro and Sandra Panos um, but again they have the players to do it, I think Alexia Puteis is struggling a little bit and you know that's normal come back from an ACL injury, she still hasn't found her form and I think she's under pressure which makes it worse And um, so I feel a bit sorry for her to be quite honest, I think she needs more time Spain are, are under pressure they're under pressure they need to do better I don't think we're going to see the same backline as we've seen against Japan and it's strange to be saying this this far into a tournament but changing your team at this stage trying to change your team to find your best team I mean you'd have to look at the manager in this case you really would
1: well, do you think, like, with Vilda, is the fact that he doesn't have the players available to him that he would expect to have available to him, that he's kind of not able to suss out what the team is? Or do you think it's directly him as a manager struggling?
0: No, look, I don't. You, we don't know if he had his tactics right and, and the girls just didn't execute well. But I have to say, watching Japan, which I'm sure they did their research, they had to have had and if they hadn't, I don't know what's going on. But looking at Japan, they played the two previous games basically preparing for Spain, I believe. They were playing all balls in behind the back lines of the two games previously, which we haven't seen that much from Japan. They're such a a technical team that they normally play short passes and they 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 move up the pitch together, but they're playing long passes. And I I thought it was really strange. I was like, this is strange from Japan, but they're great passes in. Like it's, they're brilliant balls. So I was like, this is for Spain. They want to get in behind Spain. They want to catch Spain as, as they should in the counter, catch them off guard as they press forward. And um, It was a great tactic, but if I'm the, Spa- the Spain manager, I'm like, okay. As soon as we lose, they've got one player up front. You've got we've got two defenders at the back. Surely we can manage that one player, one player in front and one player behind. That's it. It's it's not a difficult thing to do. They got caught every single time that ball went forward, and I don't know whether they just hadn't communicated that they hadn't set up for that. Or for me, a keeper, I'm always going to be organising my defence so that doesn't happen. So I don't know whether Misa Rodriguez talking to her defenders, but it was it was basically mistakes, major mistakes from the Spain backline. Um, and as I said, I'd be surprised if we see the same backline against Switzerland because if I were Switzerland, that's all I do. I just keep pumping in behind them because they're really dodgy.
1: Yeah, that's what a lot of people have been saying. Like, even if you look at the reaction after their last group stages game, everyone was saying, you know, the Spanish team is very, very good, but they have like very clear and obvious holes in their back line. And what can they do to actually make sure that they don't fall to the same sort of results that they did in their final group stage game? So it'll be very interesting to see uh, if I am up at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning (laughs) to watch it, how they manage to fare against (laughs) Switzerland. (laughs) Um, one of the tides that we probably didn't expect to see in this stage is Colombia versus Jamaica. Uh, I feel like a lot of Irish eyes have been on Colombia after that game against them before the tournament started, where it was aborted after about 20 minutes. What can people take, I suppose, from the success of even a country like Jamaica, who had like serious issues with their federation coming into the tournament? Had to crowdfund to get over here in the first place. And here they are in the knockout stages playing Columbia, which is a game that could really go either way. I suppose you probably expect Columbia to do, but you never know.
0: So no, again, we have no idea. I mean, again, it's just another lovely emotional story from Jamaica. Like the the fact that they had to do so much to get there and, and you know, basically fund it themselves or or ask the public to fund it and um, and then to keep clean three clean sheets which is incredible you know considering the group they had so delighted for that got a little bit emotional there as well um, <laughs> delighted for the players because you know I I'd I played with a couple of them at Arsenal and they're really good really good girls and worked hard and you know, there's no way they would have thought they were going to be in uh, the last 16. Like, this is a, a surprise. So I had to text uh, Rebecca Spencer in go, and I was like, this is incredible, Becky. Three clean sheets. And, you know, she had to wait a long time to get recognition because, unfortunately, she had to sit in the bench for me <laughs> for so <laughs> many years and... Um, and then it wasn't until late in her career that she decided to move. So I'm really happy for her because she's worked so hard to get there. But, um, I mean, yeah, it's a difficult one to call because Colombia were incredible, incredible the first two games and then they dropped off a little bit. I mean, that level of energy needed has to fade away at some stage and the third game, I think we saw a lot of teams who were playing that high press, and playing that high energy transitional game. You could see they were a little bit tired in the third game. So I think this break will will definitely do them the world of good and I think we're going to see the Colombia we've seen in the first two games. So... I would expect Colombia to beat Jamaica. Um, they've got some great players, and Lacey Santos is starting to, to come on and get more minutes, and she's an incredible player for Colombia. So I'd imagine we'd see her play. So, so yeah, I think it's going to be a really interesting game. But I do think Colombia will come out the winners there.
1: Mm. And then we have the host, Australia. Basically. But who knows when you've got when you've got Bunny Shaw. <laughs> Anything can happen. Who knows? I mean, one of the great players of the game. And I mean, a pity about the fact we didn't get to see her completely for the entire group stages, but someone that we enjoy watching a lot in the WSL. Um, the host of Australia facing Denmark, they came through after that epic game against Canada, which I don't think anyone expected them to score four goals against the Olympic champions <laughs> um, against Denmark what are you feeling out of this one again another one I feel like it could go either way I think I'd be mm, I know I'm going to say
0: Australia like, like looking how they played again against Ireland and against Nigeria it's, it's it sounds a bit silly today but I do think Australia have hit their form and um, you know Sam Kerr is a massive massive player for them like on the pitch and just mentally as well. And I think Denmark, they wouldn't be as resilient defensively. So I do think Australia are going to pip this one and they're going to come out on top. Um, however, having said that, with Prenil Harder playing, Australia's backline, they aren't the quickest. So I think those balls into Prenil Harder from midfield are going to be really dangerous. It just depends on whether they can do that, whether the Danes Danes in midfield can get on the ball, uh, which I think they're going to find difficult. So,
1: yeah, I'm going to say
0: Australia for that one.
1: Mm. And so looking at the round of 16 overall, do you think we're going to see any surprises based on what we've seen in the group stages? I mean, with the way the group stages went, (laughs) you could kind of say that anything could happen, but is there any team in particular that you think might... Throw up a bit of a shock or a bit of interest. Um, no, I, I don't actually. I think this
0: is where we're going to see the teams that we would couldn't be. You know, we would consider the, the Titans of the game. This is where they're going to kick into gear, and this is where their mentality will get them through. I think it's going to be Spain, J- Japan, Norway is difficult to call. Mm-hmm. It should be Japan. But, you know, Japan are a team that you look at them and they can be absolutely incredible and just you can see that they're playing and they're executing exactly what the plan is. But when you're playing against Norway, who have a lot of weaknesses, too, perhaps Japan will try to go for it and leave a few gaps. So it's really difficult to call that one, actually. I am going to say Japan just because I really want them to win as well. Um, but that could be a bit of a, an upset. That could be the upset. Um, Netherlands, I think, will beat South Africa. And I think it's going to be USA. I think England will beat Nigeria, although I think it's going to be tough for them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be Colombia and France.
1: Okay. So, and then Spain, obviously, versus Switzerland?
0: Yeah, Spain. Yeah, I think it's going to be Spain for sure.
1: And to kind of look at the overall tournament now that we have the group stages is finished. I mean, you said Brazil were going to win. I said Germany were going to win. We won't go over that too many times more. Mm -hmm. But who do you think now in the round of 16 has kind of put themselves in good stead for that title?
0: England. England have got a nice little pathway to the final. Um, And this is where you're kind of... Trusting in luck a little bit with the draw. And I think they've got a really nice pathway all the way to the final. I think the final will be the most difficult game for them. But I know they've just been playing so well. They don't look like they have weaknesses in the team. Like we've seen weaknesses in every team so far. Um, And I think England are the ones that would stand out to say, as a manager, how would you play against them? That would be a difficult task and trying to pick those weaknesses. And I don't think that you can say that for the other teams. Maybe USA. I can't see a weakness just in general goal scoring, mm. but to play against them, not sure they have like a major weakness. But um, England look really good and they have the look of the draw. So, yeah,
1: they really do the side that they're on. Like especially with the teams that have gone through, you can't see it being a ama- me. I mean, Nigeria is probably one of the most challenging games that they have to face, and that's like their round of sixteen tie. And so, who do you think possibly they will be facing in the final, based on the other side of the draw?
0: I think it will probably be France. Are they on the same side? No, they're no, not. They're so. no, they they don't have to come up against them to the final. Yeah, I I can just see France. I can see France doing it. Um, I don't think Spain... I think Spain have too many weaknesses in the back. Even if when Ivana comes back in the centre-back, you know, nobody can lace Maria Leon's shoes or boots up. So that's a major weakness they have back there. Um, I think it will be France coming through personally, even though they can see the three goals against Panama. Um, yeah I just think they have the quality players so I think it's going to be an England-France final
1: Speaking of England we do have to give Lauren James a little bit of appreciation for that game that she played I mean the goals she was scoring it didn't deserve to be chopped off in the end by VAR I was like this should be one of the things where there's a rule that says it's that lovely (laughs) goal that it should just be allowed to stand and we talked a little bit on the podcast before about how We weren't sure how Beekman would react or like bring, if she would bring her on as much because saying like champions league, we maybe didn't see her in her top form, but she's been absolutely flying at this world cup so far.
0: Yeah. She's just, I mean, she's so young. She's so talented. It's only a matter of time that, you know, you, you see her qualities on the pitch. It just depends. It's all about consistency now for Lauren and She's shown that in this World Cup. Like, she has the quality. She's absolutely brilliant. She she plays off both feet. She's so balanced. She's quick. She's powerful. She can score goals, as you've seen there. The only thing that she needed to work on was her defensive contribution. And Emma Hayes has been relentless about that. And I think she's improved massively with that. And she knows that. And She's very humble. She understands what she needs to work on, which is great. great to hear her say it because... You know, that's something that can be a bit of a, a fault in, in young players not realising what they have to do. She knows what she has to do. She has that maturity. So it's about consistency for, for Lauren. And we're going to see now when you play against the big teams, when you go deeper into this tournament, that's when the experienced player comes out. And, um, yeah, I hope she, she does it because there's so many there were so many question marks over her. Never doubt her quality, but you know, I've played with players who have immense, immense quality and capabilities, but never made it for one reason or another, whether it was their attitude, whether it was injuries, whether it was just not understanding the game. But she seems to she seems to have it all. So yeah, big, big player, big player.
1: Yeah, very excited to see what she does in the rest of the tournament and how the knockout stages go, considering how excellent the group stages were. Emma, thank you very much for all your brilliant knowledge, as per usual. Hoagay <laughs> Cod on OTB is brought to you by Cabri, official snack partner, so Republic of Ireland Women's National Team. As I said, Ireland may be out, but we will be here for the rest of the tournament, providing all the different... uh predictions possibly very wrong ones considering some of the things that we've predicted so far but it's all in the name of fun and we will see you very very soon thank you for listening
0: the Koigig pod on otb sports in association with cadbury a player and a half deserves a glass and a half of support